What's the point of the point? And why does it matter? It's the difference between wisdom and glorified banter. The answer has answers all interconnected. Cause no part of true truth should feel they're rejected. You can argue and fight for each nugget of knowledge and defend each new truth as you would in college. But the real true answer is just how they're adjoined. Cause what we're all really seeking is the point of the point. These recent episodes have dealt with the destabilization of society. The destabilization that we experience in our society on a daily basis. The commonplace mass shootings, the oncoming climate catastrophe, the crisis of abortion on demand, which is a pry into the basic privacy and sovereignty of our rights. On and on. Created or made worse by societal destabilization. All of these questions are so difficult, and there are so many. But the answers are easy. When seeing answers, they seem so easy that we often don't take these precious answers seriously. We can't believe that such brutal and complex issues have simple and direct answers until we find the answers. Then we look back and ask ourselves, what was all the fuss? The answers were staring at us in the face. That is the nature of most answers. So, let's skip to the conclusion of this story and see the answers, and then work backwards. Look backwards. Really. The road forward is the road of drama of possibilities, of fear, of losing our way sometimes. The road backwards from the ending puts each earlier page in perspective. You bring back the wisdom from the ending and then can apply it to an earlier section. So let's look down from the sky and let's go backwards from the end of the story. 1. Learn about the Founding Fathers, especially Thomas Paine, an unsung ghostwriter behind the main ideas of America. Learn about the philosophies and circumstances that shaped America. 2. Speak up. Vote. Facilitate others to do the same. 3. Use common sense and value understanding what goes wrong and how it happens. 4. Connect your head to your heart and vice versa. You need both. Be kind. As much as you can, to as many as you can, whenever you can. Kindness is the essential quality of intelligence and life itself, because without kindness, your truth becomes an inferior, not-so-true truth. 5. 
give yourself focused downtime to connect with your own inner voice and listen. Your voice and not with the news playing in the background. Six, see the world more as a series of subplots and universal processes whereby individuals and societies are working out their issues. Everyone can be evil. Everyone can be a saint. But the reality is that we are all processing and reprocessing our own realities and truths. Trump, Putin, Mother Teresa, they are all little specks of color in this collage we call life. Watch the grander processes at work. Seven. Shine a light rather than curse the darkness. Sick societies and sick people don't need your immediate answers. Be the doctor who first does no harm. Watch the subplot. Shine a light where you can. See everyone as receptive to your light, love, and security that comes from shining that. Don't get caught into the crises, into the debilitating fears. There will be another crisis that you don't presently even know about, and that will be worked out, because that is the nature of this great and elaborate story. At this time, I'd like to recognize the passing of Fred Buchner, the pastor who didn't preach. He related to others as one human to another, making room for the terrible and the beautiful. In that way, he was fully present and recognized the feelings and conditions of the human experience. He was someone that both the right and the left appreciated because he transcended that and dove headfirst into the human condition and the reality of what it actually is. He encouraged others to find their own answers within. This is something that I aspire to and, as you have seen, have mixed results but I know that this is the approach that will reunify this society. And I would encourage all of you to look further into him and his work. Parenthetically, my function in this podcast is to guide the willing on this journey of different thoughts and perspectives to get out of the box and become adapted to looking at the world in many different ways. This is the last episode of the second season, and by the time I finish, which will be the final episode of the third season, I don't see myself going with you to the promised land at the end. But rather, on that last episode, I will briefly go over a few of the people and works who have influenced me who are the real experts in their field, so that should you want to further refine this journey and take a new direction, you can do it by yourself and or with the assistance of real experts. I am just the appetizer.
not the main meal. Eight, learn ethics. Work with and value the morals and mores of the society in which you live. This provides for personal and societal stability, which then gives you the strength to solve the big issues as they come. Nine, have the courage you need by doing two things. Don't take yourself so seriously, and don't take your life's purpose so seriously. Relax. Take the pressure off. Work for something greater than you. They or it will give you the strength, resources, and ability to do that. But you must depend on that force for timing. Be there. Be ready. Be open. Let that force open the doors. Then it's up to you to charge right in there and assume that you will be given that strength. 10. Understand that in this book of life, many people are on page 3. Some are on page 45. Some are on page 278, and a few might be on page 615. Everyone is in parallel playing. They are reading the same book of life, but they are on different lessons. They are progressively figuring out what is going on in their part of the book, in their character development. You can read the very same page, but from the point of view of a different character. So don't judge. Guide as you are being given permission. Suggest. And don't give college-level cliff notes to a third grader trying to read. Eleven. Most of the universe is dark matter, nothing we can see. There are forces and processes that go on that we either don't see or understand very well. Admit it. It's okay. Whatever it is, it is not made to get little old you. Had that been the case, you would have been gotten a long time ago. 12. Though these processes can't generally be seen, check to see if they exist for you. And if so, have faith. Faith that through this unknowable intelligence, your love and light can touch others in this world and beyond. It's either a good, comforting story, no harm, no foul, or it's true and you have the powers to heal in this world that are as vast as they are unused. So heal, pray, imagine, be creative in the service of love, of loving thy fellow man, of lighting the way when you can. 13. 
Look at the end of this great story. Look hard. See how we all have the power of God's and the brotherly love of the angels here in this world. Work backwards. Let's find a way individually and collectively to get there, to learn our lessons, be enlightened, and just go fast forward to this amazing new world. It is here in the future. It is. And envisioning it in the here and now imbues this here and now with that magic of that love and light. It resolves our petty issues and helps to solve our collective problems. Narratives are the paths to and from the end of the book. Build and streamline those narrative roads in your mind and heart. The truth is that the plot is very thick these days. And we as a society cannot solve one issue without resolving other issues. On the other hand, we all have amazing gifts that are 1% to 5% used. We are open to receive the creativity and technology and will to create a new, better, and thriving world right now folks, in front of your very eyes, one way or another, one narrative or another, informed by a true love of humanity, a true love of oneself, a true love of all of life and intelligence, a true devotion to light and sonic harmony right now. We're good. Have faith and act upon your faith. 14. Learn the story so well that you can appreciate all of the characters' roles and situations as instrumental to mankind's enlightenment. You can boo the villain but appreciate what the villain does to enhance the story. Therefore, even the villains living right now that have been so destructive to people and all of the destabilization that has occurred, the fastest way to restabilize society is by restabilizing yourself. And the way to do that is to respect and appreciate every aspect of this great story of humanity in all of its triumphs and all of its failures. It is our story, and it is your story. When all of life is respected and appreciated, then you get to have personal interviews with all the characters and all of the behind-the-scenes work. And so you easily forgive the bad guy. 
and then you go on your narrative with a clear understanding of the bigger picture. Your journey becomes more efficient and fully enlightened. You are then an even better version of yourself. You not only steer clear of danger, but you can actively appreciate and understand the danger and thus have more power and influence to uplift society. By accepting your limitations, you become boundless. By accepting the evil in this world as a necessary evil for certain people and societies at certain times, that in itself unchains you from being bound by fear and hatred. It frees you to be transcendent. You become more, not less, able to affect positive change everywhere you turn. It is not by noise or banging your chest or sounding righteous or sharing points of view on a topic. No. It is the deep and wise understanding of the story of yourself and others and the love, kindness, and enlightenment that shines through you and silently touches and enlightens wherever you may wander. Fifteen. And finally. Expand your love and light as you can and as much as the traffic allows. Be opportunistic about it. At times, be stealthy about it. At other times, and you will know, someone needs a good word or a laugh or a bite to eat or just some time to cry on your shoulder. Use whatever you have in love for the benefit of everyone and everything every day that you can. When it comes to politics or other situations, listen with your heart. Run it through your loving mind and act opportunistically as you can. And that is how to restabilize our society. Society and their weapons like AI and the propagandists now have little or no effect on you or how you see others. You are undivided with all of humanity. Listen and act. And if you don't, never blame yourself, ever. It was something you were supposed to learn, and you will have limitless opportunities until you get it right. Or maybe you listened and got it right. Ask your inner voice. Brotherhood. Prosperity for all. Connectedness and community. Shared understandings, truths, and purpose. Excited and enlightened learning, sharing, caring, supreme stabilization, 
spirituality in daily life. Let all of us visualize and pray for that. And let's all think and act to the degree that we can at any one moment as if it is all here right now. Let each moment and situation prove us wrong. And if we are proven wrong that moment, let's challenge the next moment. Persist. Eventually, we will be right in more and more moments until we are always right. Let's keep our eyes on the finish line. The golden age. Okay. I was going to end this right here. But while I was trying to explain myself by speaking into the mirror, I realized that while all of this sounds well and good and may be inspirational to some, there may be a few of you who still don't get it. So I am going to speak to you for the next several minutes before I sign off. Brainwashing and propaganda is a mental cancer. It, like physical cancer, takes you over and makes your own body or thoughts support the cancer. Or you may be healthy and you want to get even healthier. So, no matter how sick or healthy you are, just try the following to get healthier and better. Hey, just live your life. That's it. But really see and feel each new moment of your life. Look at the here and now. Not a sugar-coated version of what's happening. And not an oh-my-God version either. Just plain. No commentary. No version of what you must be going through from your friends, in-laws, the TV. No versions. Just the raw footage. Try it. Here's how. It's like you're watching TV or the movies. You came into the theater late and you just sat down. You start eating popcorn and watching stuff happening on the screen. Observe. Just observe. See what is. Hear what is. See people's expressions without interpreting them. You don't know the plot. You don't know the characters. A murder or walking across the street at this point has no difference. So that is step one. You are receiving life as it is in the present moment, here and now, without commentary or guessing. You absolutely are neutral and are not preconceiving anything. You take it as it comes. You are 100% not brainwashed. You are only observing life as it happens. Step two, continue that, but add yourself into the mix. You are still eating the popcorn, 
But that look of concern from one of the actors is making you feel concerned. Feel that. You are in the here and now, but now you are beginning to interact with it. Maybe you are feeling the joy that a character seems to feel when they open their stolen treasures. Maybe you have a tear of joy when the lovers finally forgive each other. It's like you're there. But you do go back to the popcorn. You still take it as it comes, like a child. But you notice your personal reactions. You feel yourself becoming your own audience character, seeing the whole, but reacting without bias. Just on a gut emotional basis, you are being you, your essential you, naturally interacting with life. You are still living in the here and now, yet viscerally engaged with the movie, with life. Step three, now you are becoming a player. The audience is still minding their own business and not giving you signals as to who is good and who is bad. But you see what you see. You are beginning to put a few pieces together because you want to see and feel more good stuff and good characters. And it is in your interest to resist characters that you are understanding that are bad. You want to avoid things that make you feel bad. No one has yet told you what you are feeling or should be feeling. And you have engaged your mind to try and anticipate things. You are beginning to leap out of the here and now because you want more of the good. You are starting to forget about the popcorn. And you are still clean of others' opinions outside of the characters in the movie. Step four. The movie is your actual life today, right now. You are immersed in this movie, and you have been learning about it as the audience, but now you jump right into the screen. You are now an actor, a player who is fully engaged with what is around them, and is acting and reacting with your own perspectives and your own best interests. Are you brainwashed? No. Are you heavily involved with the objective, actual, here and now? Yes. But you are beginning to spend equal time trying to figure out the plot, understand just where these characters come from. Can you be influenced away from your basic center point to the point of aligning with other characters' interests? Yes, and be careful. Don't lose sight of your interests. A. You are building a memory of what happened in the movie. B. You are objectively an observer to what is going on in the here and now. C. 
You are emotionally and mentally engaged in the here and now. D. You are developing your own rules of engagement, your moralities, your rules of the game, your working rules. E. You are anticipating good or bad into the future. F. You are making plans for your character to help itself in the future. You, at this time, are still not brainwashed. But you are influenced by others and are open to that possibility and must be open but also should be somewhat cautious. This is you today. The ideal of who you are today in your world. The lady who cuts you in line. The meeting you will have with the boss. The walk in the park. Today, you. If you are this way, it doesn't matter if you have been brainwashed. It doesn't matter if you've been doing bad things because you've been out of touch. It doesn't matter if you've been too self-involved to care about anyone else. No, it doesn't matter. Because if you practice steps one through four as much as you can, you will have cleaned out a space for you to be your own authentic self and where you can clearly receive and understand and send messages to the world. You are not brainwashed anymore. And if you had a healthy relationship with life before I put you on this journey, it will only be healthier now, even more connected. Just start by clearly and coldly observing the here and now. Two, feel yourself reacting to the here and now. Just you, not someone's idea of you or who you should be. Three, become a player. Engage in the movie. Life. Base your new understandings only upon your direct perceptions of what is going on. Sketch the characters, the plot, yourself. And finally, four, while holding on to the objective reception of the here and now and the engagement with it, Add a memory. Add your predictions. Change is necessary. Based on new here and now information. Build a library of your values, your morals, your principles, and rules that actually work for you, for the movie that you are in. Because I believe that if you truly live your life based on the objective reality of what is, together with your experiences, your heart, your intuition, and your head, I genuinely believe that you are a very good, if not a wonderful person, who will do beautiful things for yourself and others.
even if you aren't so nice and may not even know it, even if you have been traumatized, bullied, subjugated, and then brainwashed and are now brainwashing others, even you, yes, you, will be at least a very good person if you follow those steps every day and that you actively reject all of the rest of the audience that is cheering so loud or booing or in any other way interpreting your movie for you. You, my friend, are the best interpreter of your movie, even if you are the only one who agrees with your interpretation. It doesn't matter. Because the movie is you, your own precious, at times, dramatic life. I believe that your inherent power to be a loving, mature human being is absolutely, in my opinion, God-given. And given the chance you can be that loving, mature person because in some world somewhere, some parallel universe out there, you already are. I believe in you. Throw out the garbage. You don't need it. Random voices in the audience may need you to think you need it. Fine. Clear your head and cut them out of the next scene of your movie. The bottom line, you really don't even have to believe in yourself or your inherent power as you are listening right now. Just live your life starting right now in step one and do that routine as much as and as often as you want. And let the result speak for itself. If I'm wrong, sue me. So, have faith. Be adventurous. And just try it. And this concludes Season 2. Stay tuned for the final season. Well... That's a wrap. Obligatory note. Every word and every note of this episode is original content created for entertainment purposes only. Got it? Thanks for listening. Tune in to our next episode of Point to the Point. This is Dr. Golden signing off. Cause the real true answer is just how they're adjoined Cause what we're all really seeking Is the point of the point